glory. You want to lift your hands and worship the King of glory. Let's 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 worship the King of glory. He alone is worthy. Can we receive and, and, and appreciate the Holy Spirit in our midst this morning? You want to lift your hands and lift your hands and, and welcome the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, we, we are honored to have you here today. Thank you. This is your service. You brought us in. And we acknowledge you. We acknowledge you. We acknowledge you. We acknowledge you, Holy Spirit. We acknowledge you, Holy Spirit. We acknowledge you, Holy Spirit. And we love you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Father, we thank you once again. We appreciate you for this morning. Thank you for calling us your own, born by you. Thank you for bringing us together to renew our minds and empower us to walk in the light of your divine agenda. We receive of you in this period the spirit of wisdom and understanding, revelation and knowledge of you. Cause the eyes of understanding become enlightened. Let our hearts embrace everything that you tell us. Cause our ears to hear what you say. Cause our spirits to embrace what you bring. It will be more Christ-like than we came. Thank you for your power. Thank you for your glory. Forever and ever be exalted. We worship you. 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 In Jesus' name. Amen. Let's clap and celebrate the Holy Ghost. Amen. Right, before we sit down and, and go into what we have to do, um, we're going to be considering something that uh, Papa gave us the hints of it for the year, for the beginning of this year. And then also Mama started with us on Thursday, which called the New Creation Realities. New Creation Realities. Hallelujah. New Creation realities amen and so we are, we're going to do that we're going to do a quick recap of what we were, sh we were told on Thursday and then we'll now move into what we want to say alright so um, our main scriptures as we have it there is 2nd Corinthians 5.17 Corinthians former etosim yenu etre enum yimudun son Second Corinthians chapter 15 and verse number 17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, so obi ba Yesu Christo mo na waye abodye fufro ni madade ni nechem ni manina aye fufro. Hallelujah. All things have become what? Can I hear you? All right. So if therefore, if anyone is in Christ Jesus, the Bible says that all things have become new. It says a new creation in Christ Jesus. And then Philemon 1, 6. Philemon verse 6. Philemon verse 6. Philemon verse number 6. That the sharing of your faith may become effective in full knowledge of every good thing which is in us in Christ Jesus. Give us the raw King James. The King James. That the communication of thy faith may become effectual by the acknowledging of every good thing which is in you in Christ Jesus. Now from Ephesians 1 verse 16 to 18 
Paul makes us understand that there are riches in the saints. And emphasized again in Philemon verse 6. So he says that the communication of thy faith become effectual by acknowledging every good thing in you. These riches are good things inside of you, the saints. Now, if you are born again, you are called a saint. You are called a saint. So, in the saints are good things. Say, there are good things in me. In the saints are good things. It doesn't matter where you were born, how you were born, where you were from. It's not where you were born, where you are from that defines you. But it's the God that made you. And, and the Bible says in Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 10 that we are the workmanship of God created in Christ Jesus. So people of God, you are a saint because of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. If any man be in Christ, a new creation, Jesus Christ became what we were so we can be what he is. So we were, we were, we were sinners. We were taught that I'm going to go that quickly. We're going to go through that quickly before we, we step further. But we, we, were, we were dead and gone, separated from God, sinners. Jesus became that. He was not a sinner, but became sin. So you and I, you become the rise of God, Christ Jesus. So he took our place, so we take his place. Amen. And that's why you are a saint. You are a saint. You are, say, I'm a saint. Now, as a saint, there are good things in you. But these good things can remain in you and never become an experience until you know, understand, acknowledge. You must know, understand, and acknowledge. Until you know, understand, acknowledge, you cannot leave out what is in you. So that the communication of thy faith may become effective. It's our prayer that our faith, our faith to be effective. So by the acknowledging, by by embracing, accepting, coming to a union with the things that God says about us. Praise the name of Jesus. In Psalm 82, verse 5 and 6, we see that God is, is talking about something that disturbs him so much. Now, he's talking to his children. Let's go there. Psalm 82, verse 5. It says, they know not, neither will they understand. They walk on in darkness. All the foundations of the earth are out of God. People of God. People of God. Why are we sharing? Why are we studying this? Because our Christianity is not a religion. It's a life that brings life. We are not a religious sect. We are, we are, not, we are not part of the over 4,000 religions in the world. There are over 4,000 religions in the world. So as you are there, if somebody is there, he feels that he has a religion. You go and register, proves that the thing works, and then he has a religion. There are over 4,000. I heard a man of God say that religion is man's confused view of trying to understand the ways of God. So men are looking for how to know God. And that's their religion. But we are not, we're not a religion. It's a life. This is the real life. This is the true life. So our Christianity does not begin and end in church. Our Christianity is outside there. We change the environment. We transform the environment. We change our society. In this year of ablaze, God is setting us ablaze to affect our community with Jesus. And that's why we must know who we are. When you know who you are and what you carry, then you can affect your world. But if all you know about Christianity is a religion, then coming to church is to fulfill a religious desire. Coming to church is just like coming to a club to make sure that you have been, you've come to the club. But coming to church in the assembly of the saints like this, God is here. The blood is here. We, are, we come here to be equipped. We come here to be renewed in our mind. We come here to be connected to God. Know who we are and then we step out there and then we brighten up our world and ensure Jesus is magnified in everywhere we step. And that shall be our testimony this year. Now, God says that they do not know. Neither will they understand because knowledge must come before understanding. You must know. In your knowing, you come to a place of understanding. So they do not know. So how can they understand? Now, because they do not know, they do not understand, I would say that they walk on in darkness because your knowledge and understanding affects your walk. How you are walking is a product of what you know and what you understand. Your walk is not just talking about you moving your, your, yourself. It's your daily life. How you handle situations. How you judge matters. How you handle things around you. 
how you do, how you perceive things, how you see things, whether you see defeat as defeat or failure as a process is dependent on what you know and what you understand. So because they do not know, they do not understand, their work is in darkness, is in ignorance, is in trial lock, is in trial. Will it work? Shall not work? There is precision when you know and you understand. You, you are very precise. You are coincise. You don't waste time. You hit things on the, on the head. Do you get the whole idea here, people of God? So, as a young lady, you are, you are not, you are not, let me try and see if this guy is really the person that's going. No. Because you know, you understand, you are precise. He's not my husband. This is my husband. You know it. Now, because of that, what has happened? This, this darkness, what is happening there? It says, all the foundations of the earth are out of course. The world is suffering from God's children's ignorance of who they are. So the damage that my lack of knowledge and lack of understanding will cause is not just personal. It has a world global effect, negative effect. When Noah was able to hear the voice of God, his family got saved by he hearing the voice of God. If Noah had not heard God's voice and heeded to God's instructions, they would all have died in the world. So people of God, your knowledge, your understanding, the, the benefit of it is to everybody, not just immediate family, to your world as well. But it says the whole foundation out of course. Next verse. He said, I have said, not I am saying. It's something already prepared. I've told you before. That ye are gods. And all of you are children of the most high. This is who you are. But because you don't know this, you don't understand this, you walk like mere men. You are not a mere person. You are God. In John 10, 35, let's go there quickly. This is just introduction, very, very fast, and then we pick the other ones. Are we following? If he called them gods. Now, as you might think it's not complete, if it's only mentioned in the Old Testament, now it's also in the New Testament. So you are complete. It's mentioned there, so it's balanced. If he called them gods unto whom the word of God came, the scriptures cannot be broken. He called them gods unto whom the word of God came. So right now, as we are sharing the word of God, we are going through the scriptures right now. The word is coming to your Godship is arising on the inside of you. So you will know more. You and I will no more walk in darkness because we know, we understand, and we acknowledge. And therefore, our faith is effective. Hallelujah. If your neighbor is dozing, tap your neighbor and say, neighbor, God's don't sleep when it's meeting time. God's don't sleep at meetings. <laughs> Amen. Praise God. If this, this, these treasures are there, we need to know. We need to understand. And when we know we understand, we can now begin to leave it. Praise the name of Jesus. Now, the main scripture, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, 17, says that if any man being Christ is a new creation, all things are passed away. And then when you remember the scripture that is for the year, Galatians 2 verse 20, it said what? I am crucified in Christ. I live. But it's not I that live. It's Christ that in me. And it said the life I now live in the flesh. I live by the faith of the Son of God. These two scriptures tell us that there are two creations. There are two creations. If we are talking about the new creation, then it's an old creation. And that's what on Thursday, mommy, Mama took us through. The new creation. Someone said new creation. And old creation. Let me try in five minutes if I can go through that very, very fast. The new creation, because most of us were not around, some of us were not around. The new creation and the old creation. In Genesis chapter number one and verse number 26, God makes his intention clear to create man in his image and likeness. Verse 27, he creates the man. 28, he now puts a tag on the man. He now empowers the man to resemble him. So the Bible saying God made them. Let's go there quickly, very fast. Let's go there very, very fast. I'm trusting that all of us, including myself, we're embracing this into our spirit, man. Because as you are hearing this and looking at it in the, in, the, in the paper there, if there's anything wrong in your life, it must just be corrected because you are receiving who you are. So God created man in his image. In the image of God, he created him, male and female. He created them, verse 28. 
And then God blessed them. The blessing of the Lord is the seal of God, the approval of God, the signature of God that I made this thing. The blessing of God is the empowerment of God to live what is in the mind of God. So God said he blessed them and God said, be. That means you're not now going to learn to be. It is there. Be it. Be fruitful. Multiply. Fill the earth. Subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every creeping thing. Even viruses have dominion over them. Hallelujah. Now, this was the first man. This was the first man that was made in the image and the likeness of God. Chapter 2 verse 7 says that, and God formed man from the dust of the ground and breathed into him the bread of life. And man became a living soul. So God prepared a container and then vomited the man out of him into it. So the, 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 the clay was the container that held the man. So you are not the flesh. You are the spirit that has the soul living in the body. You are not flesh. You are not what you are seeing. There's, you are not this one. This is a container. 1 Thessalonians 5.23, the Bible says that, May the God of peace keep you holy in your spirit, soul, body. Paul wasn't confused. He was giving the order. Spirit first, soul, then body. You are a spirit, you have a soul, you live in the body. So the spirit dimension of your tripartite nature enables you to have relationship with the spirit world or with God. Because God is spirit. You understand? So your spirit helps you relate with the unseen dimension. Your soul, let's go to the body. The body helps you to relate with the physical earth. That's why it's called, you're called a human, human, humus man, earth man, human being, humus man. The man is the spirit. The humus is the sand, the sand. So when a man dies, they bury the body, becomes sand. So this one is sand. Sand with good perfume. Sand with wristwatch. Sand with hairdo sand with makeup sand Dorothy Kimpiski restaurant is where they prepare assorted sand because the sand needs sand to remain sand the earth needs earth to remain earth so everything that takes care of this body is earthly, never spiritual so your cloth is from the tree. The leather shoe tree, rocks, everything that maintains the earth is from the earth. And everything that maintains the spirit is from the spirit. Then the soul is the intermediary between the spirit and the body. So the soul allows information to cut across from the spirit to the body. When the spirit wants to communicate to the body, it's through the soul. That is why you are redeemed your spirit man is charged up, but your soul is wrong, so your body can't enjoy what's in your spirit. And that is why teachings helps the soul align with the spirit. So the body, because the body is the slave of the real man. He's not the one in charge. So God made man. That's what the 2-7. Then God put him in a garden eastward of Eden. And then, God ensured that everything the man we need is in our garden. Mommy took us details. I'm not going details there. Then God gave an instruction. God said, you can touch anything, eat anything, but this one, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, do not touch nor even eat of it. Because the day thou shalt touch it or eat of it, thou shalt surely die. Now, when you look at the scripture, you, you, you go down, we see when God says it's not good for man to be alone, and then God brings animals. It's not good for man to be alone. God brings pets to see if you find fulfillment in them. And he said he found none. Then God now caused him to sleep. And then the woman was made. Chapter 3, the devil comes using the serpent and then begins a conversation. Now, the guy does not begin the topic. He gives a scope. And allows the woman to bring the topic. The devil never gives you the topic. He allows you to you to bring the topic. That's why it's called deceptive. So he said that has God said you should not eat anything, any tree in this garden. Don't eat it. The woman said, Oh no, no, of course. It's to get you to bring it out. So you be held responsible yourself, not him. Amen. And the woman said, No, no. God said we can eat everything. 
everything is free. But this one, this one said, that is what I'm actually after. This one. Don't touch it. Say, don't mind God. The day you touch it, you also be like God. You, you see things better. The Bible said, the woman looked at it and said that if these things make make wise, make make like God and all that. And we all know, we've been taught several times that they were already God. Because they were made in the image and likeness of God. They, they didn't need to become. You see, anytime the enemy wants you to deviate, he makes you doubt your reality. The guy has no truth to tell you. There's no truth in the mouth of the devil. There's no truth in him. If the devil tells you you are not, it means you are. The devil tells you that you can't make it, it means you can make it. He doesn't like the idea you want to make it. Because if he, can, if he can make you doubt truth, you have no roots for success. So you help you doubt when you doubt and that is it. Hallelujah to Jesus. Now, they partook of it. I'm, I want to stress on the aspect of where God said, if you eat it, you will die. Now, the devil succeeded in that one. So, um, Eve partook of it and gave the husband who was with her. And then both of them, their eyes were opened. Their eyes, were they blind? Yes and no. Yes, they were blind to something, but their eyes were open to something else. So, when they took of the fruit, there was a switch. There was a switch. Their eyes opened to what they are not supposed to see. And their other eyes was closed to what they are supposed to see. They are meant to behold God. But their eyes were shut from beholding God and his ways. And their eyes were open to beholding themselves and their ways. That is the place of the flesh. The flesh is the realm of beholding you and your ways. The spirit is beholding him and his ways. Praise the name of Jesus. Now, when they ate it, we did not see them falling down and dying. So a great man of God said some time ago, that when God said that the day you shall live, you shall surely die, and they ate and were still walking around, is either God lied or man died? Is either God what? Or man died. But we know, we know several from scriptures that God cannot lie. He's not a son of man that should repent. God does not lie. So if God did not lie, then God is out of the equation. Then who? Man died. If God did not lie, then man died. But what death was that? Because still walking around. The death that happened to man was the beginning and the parents of all kinds of deaths. What God meant that you shall surely die was simply this. God set a rule right from chapter 1 of Genesis. You see that God will always create a habitation before an inhabitant. A habitation before an inhabitant. He will make an environment before he puts the occupant. That's what God kept doing. So you look at the scriptures. After he had made the firmament, he made the firmament before he made the sun and the moon. He made the dry ground before he created the, the vegetation. So the trees, can you pray in tongues if you can or thank God in just a minute? Just pray in tongues and thank God in a minute. Holy Spirit, grant me understanding. Grant me deeper, deeper understanding. In Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Praise God. So, God said that. So, there's a habitation and then an inhabitant. So, God makes the firmament. The firmament is the sky. Before he now puts the sun and the moon and the stars. God creates the sea. Creates the earth. He creates the sea before he makes the fishes and other creatures that are living water. He now makes the earth before he causes the cocoa tree. They pumped all of them to come out. So God never creates the cocoa before the earth. He's a God of order. And he followed that. Secondly, every inhabitant's survival is in its habitation. There is a relationship very serious one between the habitation and the inhabitant. In other words, the inhabitant cannot live on without the habitation. So till date, if you were to pluck a plant from the earth, it dies. But see how it dies. When you pluck it, for the first five, three, four, depend on the, the strength of that plant. If it's a very small one, after maybe some hours, you see that it's becoming, it's drying up. After a day, it's dried up. If it's a tree, 
a tree can take sometimes, some of them maybe even a month for you to see that leaves are dying. So you don't see it die immediately in the sense of dying when it's plucked out from the ground. That's how man's own was. Now let's continue. This is the thing. So just as God made the environment before its occupants or made the habitation before the inhabitant, God is a God of integrity. God is a God of what? Integrity. Integrity also comes from the word integral. Integral means whole. What it means is that what God says and what God does are not different. His saying and doing are the same. So John chapter 1 says, In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word is God. The reason you and I can trust God because God's word and his acts are not different. The reason you can't trust a man, a man's word and what he does are different. He can tell you, come to, oh, you are in need. How much do you need? Say, oh, if I, say, if I can just get a thousand cities to start business. So, oh, that is no, that's no problem. Uh, you come to the house on uh, Monday, be in my house as early as 8 o'clock. Because I have a meeting around 10 o'clock to prepare for. So, then you are so excited. In fact, some of us even take a step to share testimony. Before it happens. So, you come and share testimony. You know, praise God, brother, I've been in need. But God just spoke to this man to help me out. And seriously, genuinely, the man wants to help. It's genuine. He wasn't faking it. <laughs> but he has no control over the next minute. So, genuinely, he has promised but there are other factors that are not within his control. So he gave you the information after service around 11 o'clock. And you were excited. In fact, you had 20 cities in your pocket. Get into the house, takes you four cities. By reason of the joy of what God is about to do on Monday, you took 10 cities and went to some bush canteen. And, and because you knew that tomorrow by this time, a thousand cities will be ringing in my pocket. The remaining money you had on you was to take transport from your house to the man's house. Your going back is in the thousand cities. The meeting is 8 o'clock. You were there by 5.30. Waiting for the security man to wake up. So when you waited like 6.30, you knocked. Then you went back. The guy came, actually, I'm here to see chief. So he said, oh, okay, okay, okay. I will tell him, wait, let me tell him that you are here. Then he comes back. Oh, he said, come, come, come. The man went in. Then chief is coming. Now when chief was coming, his pocket here was heavy. So you perceive that should be the money. That should be it. That should be it. But apparently it's two forms. Not there. So the man comes and says, oh brother, 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 it's good to have you. So bless God. Now behind this, this behind the scenes, let's do a flashback. The flashback is that around 3 p.m. he got a call from the village that the mother is critically ill and has to be sent, brought to Accra. He had 3,000. Out of 3,000, give you 1,000. When they brought the mother to Kolebu, they said the story is very serious. He had to spend 2,800. This you don't know. That's flashback. Now go forward. Oh, brother, it's good to have you around. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. I'm glad. Let's pray. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for what you do every day. The brother is excited. Brother, you know, God is faithful. Uh, God does not fail us. You know, but as man that we are, there are times we can fail ourselves. Now, this brother we're talking about is not so sensitive. So he doesn't know if it's me, I will know that there's not going to be any money. So he's still expecting, yes, sir, God is faithful. Though. So the faithfulness he is thinking about is the faithfulness that God answered his prayer on Sunday. That this man will give me a thousand. The man realized the guy is not getting revelation. So he takes his friend further. I really, you're somebody I really admire. I mean, the way you work in church, I, I just love your work. And I, 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 I know that God is taking you somewhere. You know, see, no man can make any man. It's only God that can make him. My brother, I see God making you. Mm. <laughs> the brother said, Amen. Out of this 1,000, I shall be made. My brother, God is faithful. And today is the day the Lord has made. And we, are, we shall rejoice and be glad in it. Hallelujah. Actually, yesterday, after I spoke to you, my um, um, I got a call. And uh, my mother has been brought just with them. The guy is still not sensitive because you know he's a rich man. I mean, what is uh, 1,000? And he says, uh, so we actually spent all that we had on, on her. So I think rather, let's do it on Sunday. And out of reverence and respect, I think so. 
Thank you very much, sir. Thank you so much. I really, but you know, come to church for the prayer and fasting on Monday. So now she come, my mother. Okay, sir. So here, can they get taxi from here? Hi, the man is sweating. His hope was raised by a man, a genuine man, that wants to help. But a man's word and action are not the same, except a man who is empowered by God. But for God, God will not tell you come for one thousand. And then tell you that I changed my mind because my mother is sick. Which mother? So God can't lie. Therefore man died. So this is the prison. God of integrity. So God to the same way as the plant needs the earth. And the fish needs the water. God looked at himself. This man I will make. I will be his habitation. So he brings man out of him. Mommy told us something beautiful. And it's something that one day I was worshiping during the time that there was a crisis, Winners Chapel crisis, and I had been removed from SRC. So I was taking a walk in Canaan Land one day. I was worshiping God. While I was worshiping, I just paused and screamed. I said, Wow, God, you are the only mother with plenty of umbilical cord. You walk around with umbilical cords, children all around you. That's how you like it. That's how I was praising him. That was in 2004, mommy. Unlike mothers who give birth and they have to cut it. Telling the child, telling the child, <laughs> survive on yourself. You can be here for a while, but we are pay rent. Pay rent. You'll be here for long. But on rent. So at a certain age, like I'm going to my father's house again. He's my father, but he doesn't feed me no more. All he can do is son, you are blessed. And I take the blessing, go look for money. That's all. The day I was born, they cut it. They cut it, telling me as I was doing, nyah, nyah, no more are you feeding from me again. You are on your own. But in the meantime, we will help you, set you up. So the milk, the diaper are all setting your business up. That's your life. Give, take you to school, it's setting you up. You don't take the school serious. You didn't take the thing serious. Now, if I, let's imagine at, the, at this age, at the age of 39, I'll stay in my father's house, not married, no child. It would be a concern. They would have gone on dry fasting. But what is happening to our son? Because there's a time where the unseen biblical cord, biblical cord must be removed. No more dependency. There's a rule. For everything God made, it has a dependency, a sub-dependency before the main dependency. Because everything depends on God. But there's a sub-dependency. The earth, the plant needs the earth. The fish needs the water. So the man too came from God. Just as the plant is connected to the earth to remain plant, man had to be planted in God to remain man. So God said, the day you shall eat of it, you will be plucked out of your habitation. And just like a tree, it will take a while. So you'll get to 130. You think you are not dying, but you are dead. So when God said man will die, that's a spiritual death. There are three types of deaths, says in the Bible. Spiritual death, physical death, and eternal death. Anyone not born again is spiritually dead. Sickness, poverty are all products of death. Poverty's agenda is to ensure you keep dying. Sickness is not your friend. Sickness is rehearsal to dying. Bad marriage is rehearsal to failure is rehearsal to anything that is not capturing the nature and the intent of God where it should be are products of death. Hallelujah. So if you're not born again, you are here, you are dead. You are only a living dead. So those movies that they show, uh, Resident Evil. Whoever watched Resident Evil, Resident Evil. All those human beings that are dead, but they are walking, walking dead. Zombies. So anybody who's not born again is a zombie. So in the physical, you are walking straight and even cats walking. But these are the demons see you. A part of it is eating up sickness. Part of it is eating up here poverty. So these are your walking. So with all your makeup, you're not born again. You are catwalking, but what they see is not catwalk. 
It's a dead cat walking. Until Christ comes into your life, then you have form, you have shape, and then you are a complete person. Amen. People of God, so the first man was created. The first Adam was seen in chapter 3. Do you hear that? The first man, that's one before the fall. The first Adam after the fall. The second Adam lived amongst us. The second man rose from the grave. And he's alive. Did you see what I said? Are you sure? The first man was the man creating God's image, likeness, having dominion, ruling everywhere. The first Adam was one that fell. When the man fell, Adam, first man, first Adam. And Christ came as Adam, second Adam, but rose up as the second man. We are the second man. So the new creation, just as in the loins of the first man, all of us were there. When he ate the fruit, we all ate. So the consequences of his decision became products of it. In the same way, when Jesus Christ lived on earth without sin and died upon the cross of Calvary, we all were inside of him. And so whatever he did, we also did. When they beat him, we were being beaten inside of him. When they flogged him, we were being flogged inside of him. When they crucified him, we were also inside of him being crucified. And when he rose from the grave into victory, we all were in him. Now, we who have embraced the gift of God have identified with this sacrifice. And therefore, we are the new creation. Except the man be born again, he shall by no means see the kingdom of God. Except the man be born of the spirit and of water, shall by no means enter the kingdom. There are two bornings. Born by a mother and then born by God. Amen. Am I preaching and teaching? So, let's look at some facts. These facts, um, we're later on going to pick each of them and go into details because they are very pregnant. Who is the new creation? Number one. You have your notes there? Number one. The new creation is born of... So, John chapter 1 and verse number 12 to 13. It says that, As many as received him, to them gave he power... To become the children of God to those who believed in his name. I love this scripture. Anytime I look at it, I see me in the scripture. Do you know why? The first part, remember that he came to his own. His own received him not. Talking about physically, those that were there, they didn't receive him. So those that received him, in those that saw him, they received him. And even those of us that didn't see him, that will, that will believe. So that is for us. The second phase is for us. It's for me. That I have not seen him, but I receive by belief. Do you understand? It says, to them gave me power to become the sons of God. Verse 13. Very beautiful. Message quite is powerful. But let's look at this. The King James verse. Hurry up, sir. Which were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. So there are those, of course, all of us were born by the will of man and of the flesh. But this category of people we are talking about here, they are born of God. How were they born? So chapter, chapter 3 of the same um, book, be born of God, alright? Now, in, in 1 John 5 verse 1, so the new creation is born of God. As we continue, you see how they were born. The new creation is born of God. So literally, you are born of God. Hallelujah to Jesus. I'm born of God. Hallelujah. As we continue, you see how you were born. But we are born of God. When, when you have accepted Jesus Christ, you are born of God. And the same way I have, uh, if you look at me, you see something about my father in me. That's the same thing. The DNA is working. You understand me? In the same vein, if you are born of God, what is inside of you? Is what's, what's in God that's inside of you. Say, I'm born of God. Say with me, I'm born of God. Say, I'm born of God. Give me the message of the verse 13 of chapter 1 of John. Let's read. I can go to the second point. I'll stop at the fifth point and then we'll have a part two. Um, we'll have part two next Sunday. Yes. It's so beautiful. I just wanted to see it and then we move to the last. 
All right, don't worry, leave it. Let, let me read it. The people of God here. Now I say that. Um, he made to be. Now, okay, if we, if we read it from the. Uh, okay, the, who believed he was who he claimed and will do what he said. He made to be their true selves, their child of God's selves. These are the God begotten, not blood begotten, not flesh begotten, not sex begotten. I get in that. How is a child born? How is a child formed? A married man. A married woman. Uh huh. Uh huh. The married man releases. Yeah. And then the married woman receives the. Uh huh. And they have a, a child. That is flesh, flesh, sex begotten blood begotten in your case it's not that way you are begotten of God himself number two the new creation is born of an incorruptible seed the word of God first Peter chapter 1 and 23 first Peter 1 and verse 23 <laughs> first Peter 1 23 be born again did you see that I seen it be born again not of what corruptible seed but of incorruptible by the word of God which liveth and abideth forever give me message and amplify it give me message and then we'll read amplify too how many of you know that you are born of God oh, message you always try to combine some few things uh, um, okay let's read it now that you you've been cleaned by up from up your lives by following the truth love one another as you, you as if you your lives depend on it your new life is not like your old life your old birth came from mortal spell huh? your new birth comes from God's living word just think it a life conceived by God himself that's why the prophet said the old life is a grass so that is for the old life so the 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 physical birth is by a man's seed sperm but god's sperm is god's word and that's what you are born of now let's look at the amplifier amplified amplified sir amplified quickly sir Hallelujah. Say, I'm born of God. I'm born by the incorruptible seed. This one does not die. There's no decay in it. Ah, do you know something? That somebody who said, this guy has diabetes or has uh, hypertensis, this. And they say, it's in the family. So, because he's born of that seed, there is corruption in that seed. So, that corruption is transferred to the offspring. But the seed that we are born of, it's not corrupt. It's a living seed that carries life. Now, because you are born, and, and this seed is, is this life in this seed is more powerful than the seed you were born biologically. So when you embrace Christ, just like the rod of Moses, it swallows up whatever was in that DNA of yours when your father and mother gave birth to you. Cash. He said, you have been regenerated, born again, not from a mortal origin, seed, Spam, but from one that is immortal by the ever living lasting word of God are you a failure are you defeated is there corruption in your body how about your life is there corruption there why he say no? Because you are born of the incorruptible seed. We'll have time later. Number three. The new creation is born of and born of and with I miss a word there. He's born of and with eternal life. The new creation has, okay. Amen. 
the new creation is born of and has eternal life. All right. Now, John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believe will not perish but have what? Now, the eternal life there, I'm sure, okay, let me not say I'm sure you know because we have new people amongst us perhaps who have not heard such a teaching before. So I shouldn't say that uh, you know. Uh -uh. So we'll, we'll do it like we all don't know. Amen. Amen. Everlasting life is not talking about living lasting. Everlasting life or eternal life. Talking about the God life. The God kind of life. What flows in the veins of God. If we were to see God and cut his veins, what is in the veins? Is eternal life. Is a life that brings life. A life that creates all things. A life where all things comes from and are sustained by When that life meets death, death has no choice than to turn to life. So, when you embrace Jesus, you have received that life. You are born of that life and then you have it. <laughs> I have eternal life. Not both to say, say, I have eternal life. I have eternal life. The God kind of life. That life is also a force. That life. Nothing says no to that life. That life carries in it the composition of dominion at all levels. That life carries in it as part of it, fruitfulness even in the desert. When that life enters into a desert, it becomes a fruitful field. He's not talking about after this time. It's about now. You have that life right now. Not just tomorrow. It's now. You have it right now. It is out of that life you can decree. Let the weak say, I am strong. That life is in you. And that's why you don't die anyhow. You don't just die. You owe us an explanation if you die like that. You have to wake up and answer. Why you have to die now? Hello? Smith Wigglesworth. The wife died. It was somewhere. We got to know about it. He rushed to the mall. Hit the wife. Wake up, honey! And the wife woke up. So why are you disturbing me? That's the most reason the dead. We have to wake you up. Because the Bible never said that the saints die. They sleep. The saints don't die. They sleep. You need to read in Acts of the Apostle. When, when brother, brother Stephen was, was, was stoned. I would say he slept. Amen. So in case a brother sleeps and you don't understand why he had to go. Wake him up and ask him, why are you going now? Because I know we have a program tomorrow. And you are going. Why, why are you going to? Why are you in a haste? Let me say this quickly. When eagles have stayed too long with fowls, when you tell them who they are, they think you are sharing a story to keep them, to take them to sleep. Sometimes when you hear your true definition, as the Bible is telling you, it sounds like you live too long with fowl you chicken when you are told you are an eagle you think they are lying to you the devil can make us live in so much lie that when truth comes we might think that that's when Christ comes they, they killed him quickly and there are some of us here you've lived with so many crooked people for so long that when God brings genuine people you drive them away now some of you have been denied of love for so long when true love comes you don't even know you, you kill that love There are some brothers here, they can't, they, if you are too nice, a sister, they have to suspect you. Why, 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 hey, why are you too nice? Ah, every time calling me, checking up, why are you checking up on me? And there are ladies who like that. 
when the guy is nice, like he sees him off, there's nothing in his mind. Nothing, nothing, no. Nothing. Come and see mommy after the service. Please. Um, there's this uh, brother in the church. Like the way Janice will say, Brack is here to me. On Bonidinda. But they are no on my Sabibri, you know. But I've been my wife. Aden. When we do see Chachi, I mean, I'll tell you, Jamaica, I'm a ninja. I know, I know, I know. I'm who is the person? Is it what I said? Oh. Most times, genuine people have suffered from people. They were genuine, but you, you so mingle with so many bad people from your, sorry to say, your father, mother, they were just bad. Your siblings, bad. Your area, bad. The school you went to, bad. The university went to corrupt. Then, like that, sir, then you became born again. You understand what I'm saying? Then you come to church. We are saying, Oh, brother, sister, you are welcome to church. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. So, if you're a first timer, church, go around and shake the person. Go back. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you. So, so want to see after the service, want to have a little meeting with you. And then we bring drinks. He opens the drink, look at him. Everybody's a suspect. The more you get to the bush, you throw the drink away. What nonsense is that? These people, they are all cursed. That's how they do. They grab people into their alcohol, take a hit. Or you come from a community where in your family, from the village, everybody's dying. They just die like that. Just die. They go a year more. More. Enro, seven kwan. Enro, 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 enro. To what born home, buying Sandra Bear born again. When we come born again, any preaching on love, you don't, you can't hear. The preaching you hear, die by fire. That's what you hear. Do you, do you understand what I'm saying? So most pastors are the way they are because of where they come from. They've not changed it. Peter was Peter was always shaking, always shaking, always shaking. Even after Holy Ghost came, he won three thousand souls. In Galatians, Paul had to handle him again. He was still shaking. He was a fisherman. So when he throws his net, he catches. So his first preaching caught men. Still a fisherman. Huh? Paul was a tent maker. So look at his ministry. Always giving structures, correcting things, making sure things are in their place. Be careful the form you are carrying now. If it's not correct, let Christ destroy it. Hallelujah. People of God. Why do I know that this year shall be an awesome year for you? Because you know and you understand that you are born of God. Why do I know that everything you do shall prosper? Because you know, understand and acknowledge that you have the DNA of God. You carry eternal life. It doesn't matter the economy of Ghana. Because of the life you carry on the inside of you. Whatever you do in this nation shall prosper. Can I get a loud amen to that prophecy? Come on. When they say things are not working, you are saying it is working. Why is it working? I have eternal. Hallelujah. 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 